0: Hi, fine listeners. This is Kate. I'm in quarantine right now and uh, fortunately able to record. I am here to tell you that I am incredibly grateful for all of your help. With both listening and sharing this podcast with your friends, and also to the lovely patrons who support us on Patreon. Gulatis, Mathieu Smets, Miri Rain, Chris Walsh, Mike Hammond, Michael Pollard, Jason Campbell, Olga Krasik, Michelle B., Noreen Elizabeth, David Forsey, Heather Baird, Cheryl N., Chelsea Dab-Hilke, and Shell Scott. I cannot say how incredibly grateful I am for all your support. Your patronage has really kept us going. We really, really appreciate your help. Have a lovely, wonderful week,
1: everybody. Hello, my many nerd-lock bones. It is I, Frito, your master of terror moonies, introducing you to a night of murder and mysteries. When we last peeked upon the party from afar, Ken what the Cold was having a birthday party after rescuing the Boo crew from beneath an avalanche. After a tense family dinner, Ken excused himself to the observatory where he was murdered in cold blood. A knife in the back powerful necromancy, a whiff of perfume, a lack of silverware, a fancy familiar, and no witnesses. Who killed Ken? Elementally, my dear fat sons. I mean, I know, because I'm a freaking genius. But I'm also no snitch. Figure it out yourselves, you donks. Mm, daggers out! Ha 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 ha!
2: While I'm doing the, uh, identify spell on Pinky, uh, I'd like to quickly ask, um, could, could the rest of you look around for a miniature wardrobe and see if there's one yeah, in the I room? Think,
3: okay. I think yeah. Ben is already, like, he's, he's going around with his clue and he's like, that's what I'm looking
0: for. I'm already looking for that. And he's.
4: <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do an investigation. Uh, you're looking for what, sorry? Tiny wardrobe. Tiny wardrobe. I'll okay. to cast that spell. Yes, that you can need to tw- make an investigation. 20, oh, there it is. okay.
0: <laughs>
4: That's um, twenty-five total. If you care about the number, I do. Yeah, eight. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um. So you, while looking around, Star, you notice it on the ground, under the desk.
4: Oh, uh, there's one right here under the desk.
2: <laughs> I I believe if you tap it and will yourself to to summon a, a wardrobe one might appear hmm.
4: uh yeah so he picks it up and puts it in an area which is nice and enough space and then thinks hard about a wardrobe and taps it
5: turn into a wardrobe
4: are you
3: using the? you're using the scroll
4: oh no I thought that it was already cast on the I, I guess I thought it was already cast on it it's a mater, it's yeah it's a material component for the spell yeah so oh I wasn't trying to that. cast the spell. So I was just just following Valen's orders.
2: My understanding of reading the spell, but you created the spell so you can tell me I'm wrong. But I'm reading it and it sounds like you cast the spell to link the miniature wardrobe and the existing giant wardrobe. Yeah, that's how I read it. And then now they're linked and now you can use an action to recall the chest or dismiss the chest. But you could totally say that only the caster has that ability. I do th- it
3: does say you. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh, yeah, I w- I would rule that as the person who cast the spell.
4: Well Star still tries to touch it and I guess nothing happens. Yeah, nothing nothing happens. It didn't work.
5: Oh. oh, oh. Now why why would that not work? Uh,
4: the, I, the I, well, well as the work. magic expert here, I would like to say I don't know. <laughs> okay.
2: it, it it likely needs to be uh, summoned by the individual who created it. Okay. Ah.
5: Oh, uh, Benjamin! Benjamin, that magnifying glass. Could you could you tell us when this thing was hocus pocus Sure thing, Uncle Rowan.
4: And Ben puts his eye really close to it and clicks. Is it magic? First of all, uh, the the replica. Yeah. Oh yeah, it. Yeah. The, re- it the
3: replica does show with with conjuration magic. Um, and the uh, when you click it, this was last used uh, about twenty minutes ago.
1: <gasps> mm-hmm. It's
6: about twenty minutes ago.
1: Yeah. so
5: five minutes before the death magic mm.
4: mm-hmm. well, that's, uh, that's really interesting pinky pinky where's pinky uh pinky's still there on the desk yeah Just sitting there I so yeah star picks it up and like walks over to pinky was like did uh, did you see uh, uh Ken cast on this thing and he nods yes okay when when just before you were knocked out uh yeah and he nods again hmm Okay, interesting. So, well, that gives us a timeline, no? As soon as uh, Pinky was knocked out, uh, Ken got stabbed. At, at most five minutes, I guess, you know, within a few minutes later.
5: Hmm. So, uh, Pinky, uh, forgive, uh, this is a bit of a rude question, but uh, given the circumstances, I, I hope you'll forgive me, but uh, you, you're familiar of, of Kenwa, right? That, that's correct. And Pinky nods. Yeah, so, so he's the one who summoned you, is that correct?
3: And Pinky nods.
5: So what I'd like to know, and, and again, please please forgive me right now, but with him uh, supposedly dead, w- w- why are you still here?
3: Uh, and he shrugs, and then uh, Valen's identify goes off, <laughs> and you see that he has he has a spell called a Dimensional Lock cast on him, which has basically shifted his home plane to the material plane.
4: I thought we were in the... F- 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 no, we're in a... You're in like dimension. a pocket dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see.
2: So his home plane is now the material plane. Yes.
4: Because when they disappear, normally they go back to the ethereal, right? Or the yeah. So depending on what wrong. kind of oh, oh the, where okay. where they're from, what
3: kind of yeah, there I see. So normally they poof back to their own plane, uh, but he has dimensional lock cast on him, so that his plane has been shifted to a different
5: one. We're not in the ma- are we on the material
3: in? right now? Like kind of, you're in
0: like you're in a pocket dimension based on the material plane, I don't want to get into the details here.
4: But <laughs> oh You're in a wizard's just... tower. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. There's magic right now. Um, <laughs> you might not understand it, but that's how it works. Mm-hmm.
6: I think it might be wise if we search the other's rooms. I would it like would to be... do the same. It would be good to know which of this evidence uh, matches up.
4: I'd like to come back now. And... I think it's a necromancer. I'm just going to say it once and for all. I know we're not supposed to be pointing fingers, but uh, I think it's the necromancer.
0: <laughs> Kara, Kara's little marmot form comes back, and uh, I'm going to lean up on Rowan's leg and uh, wave to be picked up. Yeah, I'll, yeah uh, I'll pick you up. And Ben is just going to say to you,
1: Starling,
6: like, <laughs> we found well, we found evidence and clues that points fingers at everybody uh, except except Norbert.
4: Um, what about Terry? There's no, no there's no evidence that Terry could have done this. It's Terry. It's it is Terry. I would like to remind you. Uh, T- Terry, not
6: Norbert. You're Norbert. I'm Norbert. I meant Terry. I'm sorry. And Ben like
4: rubs his eyebrows.
0: Kara's <laughs> going to um, speak into Rowan's head. The family is discussing that they think General Noir had the most motive to. Um, do this, and mm-hmm. Paulina asked Eric to keep an eye on him. And Eric um, feels like he's going to be blamed. Um, Terry okay. was very complainy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that makes sense. His dad did die, mm. but nothing obvious. No obvious tells. Mm. So I, so, so I, I only said that. To Rowan, it's just 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 in Rowan's head. Nobody else would have heard it.
5: So yeah. Kara, as Marmot, is is like looking at Rowan, I guess, and Rowan is like looking off into the corners, going,
0: "Hmm, hmm, hmm,"
4: which is not unusual. Yeah, yeah fair. fair. There's something just very funny about a marmot staring someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do
6: one last quick thing before we leave the room, which is go over to where Pinky was by the fireplace mm-hmm. and just try to determine, like, uh, um, you know, a fireplace produces a lot of, like, ashes and soot and everything around it. And whether or not, like, Pinky was laid there or, like, thrown there, um, and to what kind of force.
3: Okay. Uh, do you... Uh, what, what would you like to do? What, what do you think makes sense there?
6: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I always want to do survival check for everything. Um, can I do an animal handling check? No.
3: I would <laughs> if say you either want to, investigation... try to recreate it by throwing Pinky. <laughs> <out> <laughs> and you can animal handle him into the corner.
6: No, I would say either investigation or survival. Whatever you'll let me do. Yeah, either, investi- either of those perception? Are good with me. Perception? I'll do perception. That's all plus five. It's all bad. It's uh, 13.
3: 13. Uh, looking over there with a 13, uh, I, I think you can see that the the floor over there is, is pretty clean. Like, there's no, like, soot impact mark or anything like that. Uh,
6: magic fires, of course, too. Yeah.
3: yeah. And, uh, yeah, there, you don't see any, like, discoloration or footprints or anything. Um, so, yeah.
5: Okay.
6: Your Honor. I don't say anything uh,
5: about this. <laughs> y- your Honor, if, if I could speak to you about your investigation here, I, I think, if I may suggest, if you're going to search their rooms... I, might I suggest you you do it one at a time, and you you take them with, uh, have them, you know, give you a show around, but make your own observations, of course. But 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 maybe keep it like that, and then uh, and then some of us could stay with the family as well, and and just console them, and uh, you know, just try to try to keep morale up, but but also, you, you know, an ear open.
3: Well, uh, I was thinking that perhaps I could send you to do the investigations in the rooms. I would like to interview each of the family members one by one.
5: Well, of course. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
3: Very good. Uh, well, Jeeves seems to be cooperative, and I'm sure Pinky here could, uh, could help you get into each of the rooms. And Pinky nods. I'm going to talk to the family members and see what I can find out. Okay. Noir says, yes, I'd, I'd like to interview the family one by one, try to suss out any further suspicion. If you would like to search the rooms, I think that could be a good use of our time.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I am though. Uh, I'm still going to uh, to take the the occupant of the room with us. I think that that would
3: be very useful. If you think that would help, I leave it to you. Be careful.
5: And uh, Rowan, it kind of uh, kind of puffs up a little bit actually, with with, with uh, Noir kind of giving him that sort of authority. Like previous to this, he was. It was, you could kind of see that it was taking like an effort to kind of sort of talk frankly with them, but uh, to get that kind of response back from uh, the Eladrin definitely puffs thrown up a little bit.
0: Kara's clinging to your your berry bush, Uh, so I'm going to go wherever you go. I I
5: didn't think we were going to make that public. (laughs)
6: Whose room are we uh, going to look at first?
5: Well, I guess. Who are you interviewing first? Because, uh, you know, <laughs> we won't use that one yet. Actually, you know what? Mitchell let's let's do Herrick. Let, let's do Herrick first. Let's, uh, let's take him with
3: him. So you step back into the study.
4: Um, oh, uh, actually, I wanted to do one more thing, too, before we left, which was, like, uh, can I do, like, an investigation to look around to see if there was any other entrances? Like, so I know there's the door that goes out to the hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh... And this is the observatory, so there's, like, the big glass ceiling. Are there any, like, doors in the glass ceiling, like, that go out anywhere? Are there any other doors or anything? Uh, do it, yeah, you can do an investigation. Hey, I got 15. Uh, 15. You,
3: uh, while looking around, uh, kind of doing your same looking for secret doors investigation that you did in the study, like, moving books and stuff like that, you, on the mantel place, you move a book. And it doesn't like click or anything, but an envelope does fall out of it onto the ground.
4: Yeah, oh, look, look that envelope. That's a clue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like flashing red, and on the front of it, it has a seal on it and some like legal jargon. Looking at it, you, I think you can tell that this is a this is a will.
4: Oh,
5: is um... the seal a blue paw print?
3: <laughs> no, it is blue. Uh, it's a it's a blue fey symbol, uh, l- l- like a military sort of fey, uh okay. winter court symbol. Right. Uh, what book did it fall out of? Uh, it fell out of one of one of his books. Okay, it's, just it's, like it's, okay, yeah. okay.
4: All right. Hey, uh, hey, Rowan. Yeah. Uh, look at this. Looks like a wheel.
5: Oh, oh, oh. Uh,
4: oh. Uh,
5: I'll I'll kind of give that a quick perusal. Do do I see who the beneficiaries are?
4: Well, yeah, it's sealed, right? So it is sealed. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't know. if oh. I don't know if we should open it. <laughs> and norbert looks at you and says well that could be quite illuminating
4: yeah. uh, do let's,
5: it. uh let's do it let's do, know, do it in they, the
4: room with all of them around i think
5: No, hold, hold on it, hold on Who's if,
4: the executor of the estate pinky i uh, we could ask
3: uh, and <laughs> yeah. P- pinky pinky's like looking at you and is like just shrugs <laughs> well
4: uh, what were you going to say Rowan
5: I was going to say we could kind of keep this uh, till after we did our questioning and then kind of do it there. But but really, if if you think we could reclose the seal, uh, y- y- Your Honor, it, do you think if we open this, do you do you think you'd be able to close this up again? Because uh, if they know we looked at it, then you know they're going to respond a certain way. But it, but if they think it's still a question, then then they might be a little more. Uh, they might talk a little differently.
4: Or we could Any- simply. Or we could simply hide it, read it right now, and then hide it, and then just go ask them questions. They're, Any they're magic
3: on the letter? Yes. Conjuration. Yeah, I think, Valen,
6: right as you open your mouth to say that,
3: Ben steps in front of you <laughs> with the magnifying glass. It's like,
2: there's magic on the letter. Hmm. Very good, Benjamin.
5: And uh, Ben looks up at you and his face is beaming.
2: I'm not a conjuration expert, um, um, but it, it potentially... Uh, it could be protected in some way, or it um,
4: right, could that's simply that's be designed
2: assumption. to uh, create a a message.
4: We just open it. Just, do I open it?
2: No, uh,
5: my my gut says we we wait. My my gut says that uh, opening this is going
2: to alert something. Um, okay, but that's, that's just
5: my gut. That's just my gut right now. Could I do
2: things so I like t- Arcana checks to check for magical traps? Yep, I would love to do that. Definitely. Nineteen.
3: Uh, Nineteen. Yeah. So this—it's not trapped. Uh, you can tell that there's nothing malicious uh, in in it. Uh, it looks like it will only open under a certain circumstance. Mm. Looks like what the what the magic is on the on the envelope. And
2: there seems to be some sort of condition on whether or not this will open. Um, yeah. Quickly Glory off the top came. of my head, I imagine perhaps the death of the caster.
0: Mm. Mm. That's curious, isn't it? Or perhaps um,
2: the presence of certain individuals?
0: Into Rowan's head again. Have we suggested that it might be... Have we considered that it might not be um, Ken? That maybe he may have faked his death to, um, I don't know, test his family or something foolish?
5: He is powerful. Oh, uh, s- sorry, guys. Kara I- suggested... Uh, and I'll look at Kara to see if she wants me to kind of keep going. Sure.
0: Kara shrugs, very Kara much suggested. like Pinky does.
5: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Marmot shrugging. What a what a adorable image. Anyway, uh, yeah. So he looks at you guys. Oh, sorry, uh, Kara suggests uh, that maybe this isn't actually uh, Kenwa, and that uh, you know this is some sort of ruse. Uh,
2: I'm certainly still having trouble wrapping my head around the death of an Im- immortal mm-hmm. being.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that Pinky's still here, and and, and Pinky's. Mm-hmm. Hole in, in Pinky's memory. No, my my gut is really saying that we hold off on opening this will uh, again, unless uh, our Winter Aladrin here can can reseal uh, this. But uh, uh, my my gut says to keep that closed for now.
3: By the what? sounds of it, it's uh, it, a it a magical item might not be able to be tampered with without some evidence of having tampered with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Why not uh, proceed with the investigation, and we can return to this when it seems more pertinent. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
3: Okay. I will trust your judgment on this, but I have to say I'm quite curious as to what that uh, paper says.
5: Oh, you and me both. You and me both.
4: Me too.
6: (laughs) Uh, Bree opens the door, I think, into the other room, or just goes into the other room. Yeah. And uh, points at at Herrick and is like, "Uh, you, knife boy, uh, come with us. We need to look in your room. (laughs)
3: <laughs> he, he's like sitting there looking at you and he, he says, w- what?
5: Oh, Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. And I'll sort of jog in behind Ray too. Come with <laughs> us. Uh,
6: we look in the room for poisons. Okay.
3: And yeah, we can okay. be,
5: we can be trusted. Oh dear.
3: Yeah. Noir is not taking a step into that room. I no. will
6: tell can you that. No, he's, he's not taking step in
2: the room. We are taking step in the room, and
6: you are taking step in the room
5: with us. Oh dear, yeah.
2: <laughs> what our friend is trying to explain is is that we would very much like to look around your room to, to see if there's anything there that would help us answer some of our questions. Uh, we'll be mm-hmm. very careful. We would do it in your presence, and just exactly. we might ask you some questions about what we find. Could I make that a persuasion check? Yes. Twenty three. There we go.
3: He's definitely giving you the stink eye. He does not want to do this. Uh, And Rowan, like, you can see even when you step in, he's like looking at all of you. Uh, And then Phelan, when you come in, he says, uh, he says, as long as he's not taking a step in, I'll let one of you look around. You can all come. But I want to keep an eye on you in case you're trying to plant something on me
6: no as long as you do not have poisons or knives there is nothing to worry about (laughs) okay
5: the the main point the main point eric is that you're going to be with us that you're going to be seeing everything that we see and i feel like that way we know that it'll be fair and and we know that uh, and you know that you'll be able to explain anything that we do find. and i i don't think
6: kara would plant anything kara's a druid they like plants
5: (sighs) <sighs> That's right, Benjamin. Hey, there's some more water over on that table. Would you like to have glass? <laughs> yeah. My head hurts. Yeah, I bet it does. Poor thing.
3: And uh, so then, and and Beatrice turns around from the fire as you all come back in, and she says, "So it's true then."
4: Yeah, I'm it's gonna really say just I'm just gonna sneak this in. Star did not rejoin everybody. Okay. Yeah, but keep, but keep going.
3: Uh, yeah, she says. So it, it it's true then. He he's really dead.
2: Uh, Bree shrugs. uh I'm very yeah. sore, Beatrice. There are certainly still questions about how that might be possible if, if as you say, he was indeed given immortality.
3: And yeah, she just kind of, like, deflates a little bit.
5: Does that back up the insight I'm getting as well?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. What What's your passive? 20. Oh, insight is just 21. 21. She looks, like, surprised and, and sad.
5: Hmm. Well, Paulina, I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of this. I uh, have no doubt. Uh, we'll we'll find the answers to a lot of questions.
3: And Paulina says, "Well, I'm, I'm I hope you can." Herrick, take them. Uh, just clear yourself quickly. We'll get this over with. And Norbert says, "And Paulina, I would like to have a, a talk with you as well, away from the children." And she says, "That's uh, ridiculous. I need to see. I need to see the body." And she gets up and goes into the next room where you are, Star. Okay. Um, as she gets up to leave, Norbert is like. Uh, Fine. you can go next. Beatrice, I just need to talk to you. Uh to the dining room. The rest of you stay here. I will be back for you uh one by one. And he makes his way back out into the hall.
0: Oh
4: boy. Uh so uh Star you're in the next room. Uh Paulina comes in. Cool. Star stashed the uh the will in his pocket, uh before anyone else came in. And um so he sees Paulina come in, he's like Oh, hello. Uh just do a just do like a sleight of hand. Oh sure. Twenty
3: two. e two. Twenty-two, yeah. So she she comes in. She glances at you as she comes in and makes her way right to the chair. And you see her hand kind of like go up to her mouth as she comes around and sees uh, Ken's body.
4: Yeah, Star walks over and like, yes, I'm uh, sorry for your loss. You can see here uh, how it was done. And he leans him leans him forward and shows the shows the the, the 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 place where he was stabbed in the back. And she says, a knife in the back. Indeed. Uh, yeah, indeed. God. If only I'd known it would be that easy. What's what? What's that supposed to mean?
3: <laughs> oh, there are plenty of times that I've had plenty of reasons to want to do the same thing, but uh... why? I just wouldn't think we've had a,
4: a, a long,
3: complicated history.
4: But uh, he's your husband, no? I, I I would I would never want to kill anyone in a, my family. Not for a long time. How long is long? Sixty, I believe sixty years. Now we've been separated. Ah, you don't look a day over. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm very out of my depth here. You know, I just I'm. I, you know, this is not my. I'm not an expert. I'm not even going to pretend. It's okay. <laughs>
3: it's um. I just had to see for
4: myself. Mm, I understand. Does she um, seem sad? You can do an insight. Okay. Three. <laughs> 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 uh
3: she's she's playing it pretty straight. She's not she didn't like burst into tears or anything. You don't see any like semblance of tears. Okay. Um yeah, she's just kind of kind of dead face looking at him. She's she is like definitely just staring at him. Talking to you but you can tell that she's being oddly honest with you. Okay. Uh, Cuz she's yeah. just so focused.
4: Right. So uh <laughs>
3: Uh, and she she like calls out like as you start to say that, she's just like, Beatrice, maybe we should talk with him, but she has already left to go into the next room with uh, with Noir.
4: Uh, oh, okay.
0: I think Kara like was hesitating on Rowan's shoulder as Rowan turned with Herrick towards Herrick's room. Kara's going to actually scramble down and run for the kitchen
3: for Uh-oh. the dining room, you mean?
0: Wherever Beatrice and um, general Noir went.
3: yeah, they're going to the dining room. okay yeah so you can do you want to do that stealthily or yes so yeah roll roll stealth but to catch them you're going to do it with disadvantage because you're going to have to be moving pretty quick okay to get through the door with them
6: <laughs> fuzzy little marmot trying to
0: run <laughs> go back haunches on oh, it oh, belly swinging i rolled a 12 and you said you thought plus four plus four yeah so 16 Sixteen. Okay,
3: so you yeah you start running towards uh, the door with them. Yeah, you uh, like as the door is closing, you just like pfft, like slip through the door behind them, are pressed up against the door as they make their way over and start sitting down uh, across the <laughs> table from each other. Uh, you feel quite exposed right now. Like you you'll have to uh, you'll have to find a, a better place than this right now. But they are pretty preoccupied as they're coming mm-hmm. in. Okay, so we'll come back to this. Do you want to go to Herrick's room? I think yeah. the rest of us would be going with Herrick. Yeah, so Star, are you going to stay with Paulina? Uh,
4: yeah, I don't want to leave her alone with the body. Okay. Um, so. Okay, so then uh, Herrick gets up
3: out of the chair, kind of like dusts himself off, pats Terry on the shoulder, who is still just like head in hands, <laughs> and then makes his way over to his bedroom door. So inside, you can see it's pretty, pretty plain. Uh, it looks like it's actually been made up to look like a middle-of-the-road inn room um not like a grand beautiful bed or anything like that it's pretty messy inside it looks like he sort of kicked off his outside clothes and just like left them on the ground things don't seem to just fling and fly to the right place in here and the thing the only thing in here that sticks out is the wardrobe uh which is certainly one of Ken Watts conjured wardrobes uh standing there uh five by seven by two feet just beautifully adorned with like gems and gold trimming Mm. And he, uh, steps in and says, just, um, stay to the edges, please. I just don't want any fast hands. Noir's been dying for an opportunity like this to take me in on false charges.
5: Yeah, well, that's what, exactly why you're here. Uh, anything we look at, you'll look at, too.
3: Okay, well, uh, have at it.
5: I, am I safe to assume that every room in this tower is going to have one of these wardrobes?
3: Uh, I would say so. Hmm. Do you know if they're quite lindo. proud of it. Uh, he was...
2: He was quite proud of
5: it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was. It was remarkable magic.
2: And would each wardrobe be uh, specific to the individual room, or are these all uh, generic um, creations of Knoiths?
3: I uh, don't actually know. I guess now it would have been better for me to have not tuned out his endless lessons about it. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, use it much myself. I prefer to take what I can carry.
2: Uh, you you don't cold. have your own... Um, Wardrobe, miniature wardrobe that you you carry around with you.
3: Uh, I'm sure it's in here somewhere, but no, I don't take it with me. It's a bit of a liability.
2: Uh, You wouldn't mind uh, trying to locate that for us, would you?
3: Uh, Sure, yeah, probably over here. And he, like, makes his way over to sort of a bedside table and starts going through a uh, messy drawer full of, like, papers and uh, coin bags.
2: I'm going to message to Ben. Uh, Benjamin, keep that magic magnifying glass uh, looking around. Uh, Let me know if you see any magic auras
5: ben nods uh tightly and then slowly (laughs) slides the
0: magnifying glass up to his eye
3: (laughs) yeah and he he's ruffling through uh as you look through this room you can see the the wardrobe itself is quite magic he has at his hip there is some like magic glowing out from under his like dress coat like he is wearing a still just like this black suit jacket a black uh, dress shirt under it unbuttoned a little bit uh, and just like black slacks, but there is some glowing at his hip and you see more glowing as he pulls the small wardrobe out of the bedside table and just says, yeah, here here, here it is.
2: And uh, sorry, just if you wouldn't mind entertaining me, could you just dismiss the wardrobe and, and uh, recall it for us?
5: Can I get an insight check on him as well while he's doing this?
2: Uh, yep. Do you want to roll one or just,
3: yeah, you might as well.
5: Yeah, okay. Uh, 14, so that's uh, 25.
3: 25? Yeah. He, as Valen asked him to dismiss it and call it back, he he looks genuinely confused, and he says, "Uh, yeah, Uh, and then, yeah, taps the replica, and the wardrobe pops away, and then he taps it again, and it pops back.
5: Thank you very much. I've got one little question. Have you, uh, have these been around... Uh, long, like you, you know, growing up or something. Were, were these around then, or are these fairly, fairly new to the house?
3: Uh, no, growing up, we we were kept away for most of his spell experimentations. It was mm. mostly for the military, a bunch of top secret stuff. Since he moved into this tower and left the Winter Court behind, he's gotten more into
5: his book and mm. his more commercial works. Right. So, so, you never played games where one of you would hide inside and you'd move around or anything like that. Uh, not many games in this household. No. Uh, did he, did you manage to spend much time together as a family?
3: Uh, I mean, we were in the same house. We lived in, in a- court. a palace. A uh, palace, uh, really, in the, in the Winter Court.
5: Oh, I see. Yeah. Hmm. Well, perhaps you, you could indulge me. Uh, in uh, well, I, I might climb into this wardrobe and, and have you dismiss and call back. Would you mind? Uh, okay. Hmm. Thanks. And uh, I'll open it up and kind of reach my arm in first and sort of swing it around. I'm guessing I feel clothes.
3: Yeah, yeah, you do. Just like, it, it's vaguely like clothes, but they don't stop your arm like you do move through them.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, alright. Uh, yeah, and and I'll kind of like kind of brush sort of the broken stone of teak and be like, ah, I sure wish this was you and not me. And uh, I'll kind of under my breath and uh, I'll climb in and uh, I'll like step in and my head is still out, but like my body's inside. Is it Am I fitting? Like does it work?
3: Yeah, you can you can climb inside and actually you don't feel like a back to it. Okay. As as you're pushing yourself in. Like and if you reach your arm out in front of you, like it goes farther than the wardrobe
5: does. Okay. And I start to close the door and I, I look at Valen with a with a bit of a like a like oh boy kind of look on my face. And uh okay, dismiss and call back. See you in a moment. And Valen sort of
2: like <laughs> nods with a bit of a sheepish, hesitant smile.
5: Mm-hmm. And
3: Herrick, like when you're closing the door, you can see Herrick looking at you with like concern on his face
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh,
3: with that insight. And you, so you close the door, and Herrick kind of looks around and says, Everybody heard him ask me to do this.
1: (laughs) Yes,
2: uh, you're just satisfying um, one of our curiosities. Okay. Uh,
3: And he, yeah, presses the miniature again, and the wardrobe disappears.
5: What do I feel anything inside of it, or is it just black? You don't feel any
3: difference. Like you're inside, Rowan waiting for something to happen. You don't the I, I guess the light through the crack of the wardrobe disappears mm. from the room, which is the only reason you know that anything has changed,
5: okay. as the longer I'm in there, does that light through the crack illuminate anything else, like inside? Like not obviously. To be able to look around, that's unlikely. But if I hold my hand close to it, like, does it illuminate or is it just black and there's just that little bit of light scene kind of idea? Uh, what, are you, what are you trying to do? A flail. Um, <laughs> I, I'm inside and I guess what I'm doing is if I see a crack of light, I'm wondering if if that illuminates a sense of space or, or if, like, I'm in just a black void and there's just, like, a little bit of of that scene to show where the door is kind of idea. Does that make any sense? Yes, yeah. So no, the light is not
3: interrupted by anything around you. Um, It shines past you in a line and then pretty quickly fizzles out behind you. Um, Similar, okay. Yeah, when you step out of the way, like you're in just a huge space.
5: So like how uh, in Fezrik's house, the way the, the light came through those windows and...
6: Right.
3: I think, yeah, freakishly similar. Yeah. And just yeah, light up uh, all everywhere. the phase
6: spiders in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just
3: one very, very large one. The, the whole time you're moving back and forth, like you are, you feel like you're running into stuff. And like just the general, you know, you're just your little spatial proximity alarm mm-hmm. is always going off. Like you're kind of, you feel like you're very crowded in, even though there's just seems to be endless space around you.
5: Okay. Yeah. I guess then when the light disappears and when the light comes back, um, I'm going to uh, think about our bedroom and sort of our guest room. And I'm going to think about that space and just to kind of see and and open the door to step out.
3: And you step out into the bedroom. Into? Into the guest room. uh Out of one of the wardrobes. I I guess the one that would be next to your bed. You step out back into the bedroom.
5: And I look around and I say, well, 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 well. And I step back in and I close the door. (laughs) And then I picture... Herrick's room, and I think about that, and I think about Valen, and I think about Benjamin, and I think about all of those people, and I open the door again.
3: And that doesn't work.
5: Okay. So it, it, the door doesn't you, open, or it opens back into the
3: you room? You open the door back into uh, back, back into the guest room. Interesting. <laughs> and so in the room he's recalled the, the wardrobe? Yeah, he recalls the wardrobe, and is just, like, staring at the door. And yeah, we're just
2: sitting there waiting. Uh, Rowan! Ro- Rowan! Uh, I cast I Message a bit- into the uh, wardrobe, uh, are, are you there, Rowan? And no response. Uh, I rush over and like open the doors. Yeah, and it is empty, <laughs> just darkness. And
3: Herrick's like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, I knew this was going to happen.
0: <laughs>
3: oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, have, have you any any experience with this? No. I have no idea. I would never get in it and then just send it off wherever it, Like, who knows what he did? Oh, this is, like, this is magic beyond our comprehension. He's probably floating through the astral
2: sea or something now. In a panic, I will cast Sending. Okay. Uh, Rowan, where are you? We, we seem to have lost you. And that does go through. Oh.
5: Oh, yeah, and you get, like, a very very casual, like, oh, I'm just in our bedroom.
2: Oh. <laughs> I, I I share that with everyone back in the room. Uh, he's in our bedroom.
6: Well, we are conducting search here. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but I believe that gives us a valuable piece of information. These wardrobes can be used to travel from room to room. Well, tell him to come back. I, I'm sure he'll do that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> at you I only have on so many third-level like, spells. <laughs> And Her- Herrick is like, "Wait, you say he's not dead? No, no,
2: he's he's perfectly fine."
3: Okay, and he like he you could see he had been picking up his coat and putting it on, and then like puts it back <laughs> down,
0: <laughs>
2: and he's like, "Okay,
3: okay, we're, okay."
0: Uh, I'm th- preparing I can, to run I- for it. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna like go back to Herrick's room, but using the normal doors.
3: Yeah, uh, so you step out into the front hall. Uh, I'll come back to that in a second. We'll go to Kara in the dining room. So at this point, you've kind of like, you're you're still like pressed up sort of against the door. Beatrice and Noir have sat across the long table from each other. And Noir just says, So what are your thoughts on all of this, Beatrice? Where did you go after the dinner? It was quite a heated conversation you had. And she says, Yes, well, there, there's... Nothing strange about that. I know you're not normally here, but this is how our, this is how dad's birthday has always gone. As long as I can remember. You can't sit us all in the same room and just expect us to not get into some kind of heated conversation. And he says, well, I am glad that I talked to you first because, well, there is another reason that I'm here tonight. And I think you might know what it is. And she's like, no, I have no idea why you're here, why you would come and intrude on this meeting. And he pulls an envelope out from his pocket and tosses it across the table. And it just kind of like slides into the middle of the table, but it's like 20 feet long. So she has to get up and like go over <laughs> and get it and then come back and sit down. And then she like opens it back, opens it up and looks in and just says, so that's what it is then. You're you're here to, to take me in. And he says, well, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I feel like we could come to an agreement and maybe make that disappear. And she says, are you... Are you serious? You don't even want to talk about what happened in the observatory. You it's it, It's been about this the whole time. And he says, well, yes, you give me the location of the Donjon, and I can make that piece of paper and all of the legal work that goes along with it disappear. And she just says, you're, you're out of your mind, and you're out of line. Noir, we're going through a family crisis here today, and this, just like that, is a family event. You have no place here, and you're strolling around feeling so safe right now. But you should remember that you are in my father's tower. This is not the Winter Court. And you're not dealing with rambling little children anymore. And then she just tears up the piece of paper and throws it into the fire. And she just says, I would step more carefully if I were you in this place, Noir. Because those doors are locked. You seem slightly too confident that you're going to step out of them when all of this is over. And then she slides the chair back and gets up and
0: as she's sliding the chair back i would like to get out of the way yeah yeah you can make
3: another <laughs> stealth to just like dive out of the way
0: i nat 20 did again
3: <laughs> oh my
2: god of course even, you did
0: not joking. <laughs> <laughs> magic <dice>. stoppable.
4: <laughs> it's not
0: even the same dice it's a it's a different dice i've rolled low
4: on this one magic's within you all all along that's yeah. <laughs> a new dice I picked up. <laughs> it's Got 20 on
5: every side.
4: Same <laughs> on. <laughs> it makes this game way easier. You
3: dive out of the way and she walks past you, just like opens the door and, and walks out of the
0: room. All right. That seems valuable. The plot thickens. Hmm. All right. Um, I would like to maintain my hidden position until General Noir leaves so that I can like leave behind him.
3: Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. And when Uh she leaves, like, he is sitting just at the table. Like, you can still kind of see him from where you are. I mean, like, he is not looking for a marmot hiding in a houseplant. So Uh (laughs) (laughs) he is just, like, sitting there and looking at the table. And you see, like, his fist just comes crashing down on the table. And all the, like, remaining silverware jumps with the impact of it. And then he just kind of, like, flexes his hand a little bit and then pushes the chair out and stands up and just, like, takes a deep sigh and composes himself and then walks back to the door uh, and opens it and walks out of the room, closing it behind him.
0: Okay.
5: And then some of the silverware turn to each other and go, jeez, what's
0: (laughs) He with him? him? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I give myself a little shake. I settle down in the houseplant and wait for him to interview the next person.
3: Okay. Star, you're still in the... Observatory with Paulina. Cool. She's not moving. She's just hanging out. Uh, She is now like looking around the room, and she says, "Beatrice, (sighs) Nightshade," and then still no answer. And she says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get her. I'm sure we can sort this out pretty quickly
4: uh, with with her help." I'm gonna stay with the body. I don't want to, you know, I don't want any tampering. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, sure. Uh,
3: And then she walks out of the room back into the study.
4: Okay. As soon as she leaves, I go and grab a book from the from the uh, just a random book from the mm-hmm. from the shelf, and I find a chair where I can see the body, and I sit in it, and I open the book, and then I take out the will and I crack it open and start reading. You open the will? <laughs> oh fuck yeah!
0: Okay. Uh,
3: when you open the will, the envelope shoots out of your hand. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and awesome. Spins onto the ground, and yep. a piece of paper slides out of it and this light just shoots up.
5: So glad you opened it.
3: Uh, And you see, like, letters and words start to spiral up out of the paper, and they slowly start to form into this spectral form of Kenwa.
0: Okay. Uh, Nice, 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 nice. nice. We need your help, Obi-Wan.
3: He turns and
4: looks at you, uh, sitting there, uh Yeah, and s- Star's mouth is just dropped open He's just, uh <laughs> Like, closes the book That he was going to hide the letter in And then puts it aside Yeah, and, and like, this this
3: is causing, like, quite a stir Like, the, the pages of the book In front of you are, like, ruffling around And, like, things are getting thrown around the room As this, like, needlessly showy Tornado sort of swirls Through Perfect. I can't imagine <laughs> Yeah, you see, like, as as this is happening, Paulina and Terry, like, walking into the doorway and, like, looking in and being like, and Terry's like, what is, what's happening? I don't respond. I'm watching the show. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, and they, so they,
3: they both walk in just, like, looking at, at this sort of tornado of words. So would Beatrice as she steps back into the study. She follows them in. So you're all sort of standing there as this form forms up and says... Hello, my dear family. If you are hearing this, then it means I am dead. Now, isn't that curious? (laughs) The fearsome war mage of winter-gifted immortality from Guardians of Celestia is dead. Well, there's only one explanation for that, isn't there? I've been murdered. (laughs) And I believe that murderer must be in this very room. (laughs) My powers are not limited by the veil of death. And so I know that the killer Is you And points at you, Star
4: Oh, goddammit, what?
3: (laughs) Uh, What? (laughs) And he's just like paused and staring Like directly at you And then he just says Is someone standing here? They must be freaking out if they're standing here (laughs) 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 (sighs) No I do not know who killed me Just that it must have been one of you Except for Terry, obviously I don't blame you I haven't been the best father or husband And accruing such wealth And then refusing to die is selfish I know (laughs) But in my autumn years I've realized that without my treasures You've all become strong And self-sufficient Except Terry so let's get to it. <laughs> my will. All of my gold and magic items, the interesting ones anyway, are secured in my donjon as usual. The deal is the same. Solve my puzzles, defeat my traps, and the riches are yours, yada yada. But the real reason that you're listening, the reason one of you, who isn't Terry, has surely murdered me,
1: <laughs> uh,
3: that... I'm sure is what you're most interested in hearing about. The Pearl of Possibility. You must be wondering who I've chosen to leave it to. And then envelopes flutter out of the first envelope, and one of them lands in each of the family members' hands, and then one of them flutters out of the room. Right. You have all succeeded in your own way, but there is one thing that you lack. Each other. Decide together what you will use the Pearl on, and my vault will open. Together, I am sure that you'll serve no court and forge your own. And he starts to disappear, and then his form quickly reappears, and he says, unless you go with Terry's idea, obviously. And then he disappears.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and they're kind of standing there, stunned, looking at these envelopes that have fluttered into their hands, and Paulina just, like, opens hers and takes out a key. Hmm. And each of the others open theirs, and they take out a key as well.
4: Hey, it's uh, what do you call it? One of those uh, tontines. Huh? <laughs> and they just like <laughs> turn to you. Yeah, like sitting, <laughs> sitting comfortably in his in the chair with his, with like his leg crossed, like,
0: Yeah. like just like pointing. <laughs>
1: The hell, man, a freaking tower like this, and he just puts a pearl in his will? What a rip! I'd want that statue. Put him in funny clothes. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. But no humor to be found here. An old tiefling beefed it. Tune in next, freak, to hear these cluesers very politely not solve this mystery. Good night, my fat sons. Good night!